0: Okay, peeps, this is the part of the show that I get to give you a big old virtual hug and thank you for reviewing the podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This five-star review comes from Yuwa727. Yuwa says, "Madi is amazing. Her true-to-life messages are exactly what women need to conquer their busy lives. She is inspiring, entertaining, and just plain fun to follow. Keep up the great work, lady. Thank you so much, Yuwa. I will keep up the work. And this review seriously made my day because delivering fun, easy-to-digest inspiration for busy women has always been my goal for this podcast. So thank you. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Leave a review, and I will make sure to get you a shout-out on a future episode. Welcome to episode 14 of the Living on Purpose podcast. You are tuning into a solo episode. You just get me, Maudie Woolner, your host, and a little bit of inspo. Today, I kind of want to piggyback on episode 13, uh, and I want to chat about hustle, and becoming so busy that if we're not careful, we can easily slip into the just getting through life mentality. Just racing from one thing to the next and really never appreciating the moment. Oprah says in the intro to every single one of her podcasts that she believes one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time, to be more fully present. So let's chat today about being present and also being busy, and how we can combat busy with present. I really believe that we can have both. So a couple weeks ago, I found myself um, getting ready to go down to San Diego, one of my favorite cities in the whole world, for a retreat a workshop, a business mastery um, four-day event. And I found myself not wanting to go, which is not like me. Uh, Here's why. Here's what was going on. I had been coming off uh, four crazy back-to-back weekends of travel. I had flown every single weekend the four prior weekends to soccer and to football and to this, that, and the other. And I was feeling completely exhausted. Exhausted from all that travel and then on top of that, exhausted from a long week right before this trip. And I know that retreats and I know what growth-minded workshops do to me. And for me, they're not usually relaxing. Usually, I'm I get all sorts of pumped up being around inspired and motivated people. Usually, my head starts spinning with all of the content, all of the new ideas and the prospects where I could possibly take my businesses. And I'm usually, I found myself on. You know, when you have to turn yourself on when you are meeting new people and making new connections. And I felt that usually I have to turn myself on during retreats like this. And usually, I leave those types of events completely and utterly exhausted. And I knew in my body that I could not handle another busy weekend. Um, And the reason I knew that is because with the help of therapy and mindfulness work and meditation, I really have learned to tune in to when I feel my anxiety starting to creep in. I could really feel it in my body. And as I was getting ready for this event, I noticed it starting to bubble up, which was a huge bummer because like I said, San Diego is my favorite place. I love retreats. I love surrounding myself with like-minded people, especially women who are successful and motivated. And honestly, I found myself dreading the trip. So, I actually dug out my excerpts from my journal because I wanted to just let you know how I was feeling. And so, the night before, I wrote, I leave for San Diego tomorrow and try not to stress about being gone while Tom, my husband, is also gone. I just feel busy and really want to calm, center, and be peaceful and not rushed or stressed. And so... I wrote that the day before we left. And then on the plane to San Diego, I thought, okay, here are my options. I can do what I usually do at these types of events, or I can set some intentions and I can be very, very um, forward thinking with how I come at this event. So here's what I wrote Uh, on the plane the next day. On the plane to San Diego, feeling better about the trip. I plan to go on a nice long run when I get there and clear my head. I want to listen to a podcast, get calm, centered, motivated for the retreat. My intentions, book a facial, exercise, eat well, laugh, have in-depth conversations, sleep, relax, absorb good information, hydrate, get intentional about 2020, and what I plan and what I will host. So even though my intentions sound like a laundry list of things I wanted to accomplish, I kept writing calm and centered. I wanted to feel calm and centered. And so here is how I did that during this workshop, during this hectic, fun, and busy retreat. I really was intentional about my morning practice. I made time, I made at least an hour and a half additional time every single morning to do a couple things. I made sure to exercise every morning, even if it was just a nice leisurely walk. I just wanted to make sure that I was moving my body because I knew that I'd be sitting for hours on end in this retreat. I meditated on the beach. I read uh, what Book was I reading? I uh, was reading it's right here, Marie Forleo's Everything is Figure Outable book. And I journaled. And what I did is I journaled my intention for the day. I also made sure to eat a bunch of healthy food and to drink tons and tons of water. I made sure to get like nine hours of sleep each and every night. And each morning during my meditation, I focused. Um, on doing a whole body scan, really to find out how I was really feeling, not just up in my head, not just in my brain, which was doing all of the work during this retreat, but really to tap into where I was feeling tightness and stress in my body so that I could release that and I can stretch that out. So that's just an example and some ideas of what you can do and what I did when you're coming into an event or a situation where you know um, the vibe may be higher than you and your body needs at the time. Uh, another example of how easy it is to lose sight of the joy and gratitude of an individual moment is yesterday. Yesterday, we, my family, had so many things piled on our plate that it was, it would have been very, very easy to hustle our way through the day without feeling the joy and the gratitude for the individual moments. So what our day looked like yesterday was Xavier had a soccer game in the morning, and then we ran home because it's homecoming, and Aiden and his beautiful girlfriend got all dressed up and we needed to take – well, we didn't need to. We wanted to celebrate them and take pictures with them. And then while we were doing that, I whipped up a quick lunch to go. After the pictures, we raced off to Aya's basketball game. And after that, she had a soccer game 40 minutes away. So we literally ran to the car to hustle off to her soccer game. And if you are listening to this podcast to avoid hustle and to be more present, I know that you feel me. I know that you understand this sort of chaos and this sort of busyness. And uh, so I know that you understand that it would have been so easy for me to miss the moments. There were so many amazing moments, like Xavier f- scoring his first soccer goal, um, like a rocking it on the basketball court, and she just was like the assist queen. It would have been so easy for me to miss all of that because I was feeling stressed out and worried about making it to whatever we had going on next. It would have been natural for me to kind of just start looking forward to getting through each and everything. It would be um, normal to be kind of looking forward to my glass of wine at the end of the night. But... When, when we start to take that mentality, we lose the opportunity to be present. And, you know, if we're going to be completely real, the present moment, this one, the one right now, is the only one that matters. So, what are a couple other tips that we can use to become more mindful and present? I have a couple for you. Number one is to set your intentions in advance. So just like I did for my trip to San Diego, set your intentions for anything, even just um. It can be anything. It can be uh, a drive. What are your intentions for the drive? What are your intentions for your day? What are your intentions for your work? Um, and as you set your intentions in advance, I challenge you to answer some questions like: how do you want to show up? How do you want to feel? And how do you want those in your presence to feel as well? So, number one tip is to set your intentions in advance. Number two tip to stay more mindful and present is to practice gratitude in the moment. Whether you say it out loud to a family member that you're grateful for X, Y, or Z, or you just say it in your mind, practicing gratitude locks you in the moment. It, it brings you back to where you are right now, and it puts a little well, for me, it puts a little smile on my face to practice gratitude in the moment. Uh, Number three is when I find myself um, thinking of something other than being in the moment, I like to stand up and move around. I like to get my my body moving and my blood flowing, especially when it comes to kids and sports. I love to stand up and walk the sidelines and just take a stretch and get back into my body as opposed to always just up in my mind. Number four tip that might be um, the best one is to stay off of social. Seriously, social is the biggest presence suck that you could possibly tap into. Being on social media takes your mind 100% out of the present moment as you mindlessly scroll through everyone else's lives. It is such a better opportunity to stay in your own. And I think it's better that way. Number five tip let your kids or let children around you be your inspiration. I love how kids naturally do this, how they intuitively know how to just be 100% in the moment. I love watching Xavier, my youngest, who is nine, just play with his guys or jump on the trampoline, or play catch with Aiden and Aya. Whatever Xavier is doing, he is all in. His mind isn't thinking and wandering about dinner or school or bedtime. He isn't thinking about anything else but what he is doing. So if you are having um, a challenge, if you're finding it challenging to stay in the present moment... Just take a look at a child around you and watch what they're doing and take a tip from them. Earlier today, we did all of our grocery shopping for the week, and Aya talked me into buying her a crab, a fully cooked whole crab, and uh, an indulgence that she was so excited for. So as soon as we unloaded the car and got all the groceries put away, she set up a shop. She laid out her crab utensils, got it all ready. She melted the butter. She got the napkins laid out, and she dove into this indulgence. She dove into her crab. And obviously, uh, everybody else wanted a little piece of this, and her brother came over and asked for a bite, which she so nicely gave him, and he quickly shoved it in his mouth and he was gulping down this huge chunk of crab. He was eating as fast as humanly possible. And Aya looked up and she said, bro, slow down. Enjoy it. And I was like, Aya, you are so wise, sister, because I don't think she was just talking about eating crab. I think that this is a way we can approach life. And this is the message that I hope that that was received today, is to really – even when we're busy, even when we're hustling, to slow down, to be as present as possible. And just like Aya invited her brother to slow down and enjoy it, I invite you to do the same. Slow down and enjoy it. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you loved this week's episode, Please hit that subscribe button that way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way craving community and connection with like-minded badass women feel free to join us in the living on purpose facebook group and of course the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on itunes all right that's it until next time always keep living on purpose